You are listening to Honestly, It's Motherhood, a podcast for moms who just want to talk about motherhood honestly. This is episode 42, Real Self-Care for Moms, Getting a Clear Definition of Self-Care. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Honestly, It's Motherhood, a podcast where we talk about self-care and motherhood honestly. I'm your host, Melanie, from Mostly Under Control, and I'm here to make sure your self-care habits are effective so you don't lose your mind. Before we get started today, as always, I wanted to remind you to hop on over to my Instagram profile at Mostly Under Control and grab my free six-part self-care assessment. It's an easy six-part assessment to make sure you're getting the best self-care for you so you don't feel completely overwhelmed in parenting and motherhood. On today's episode, we are breaking down the first step of my six-part self-care assessment. If you want to know all six steps, head back to episode 39 and catch up there. It's a short, quick episode and will get you up to date. The first step we're going to talk about with effective self-care is to define self-care clearly. Self-care activities, which we will get into in another episode, are going to vary from person to person, but there are a few common things that will need to happen for your self-care to be actually effective. What makes it effective is how you feel when you return. We're going to talk about what self-care should do for you and how to know it's effective. The way that this step came about in my story is um, when I thought I was doing self-care, I thought I was doing it all correctly. Uh, I was coming back from it and I was not feeling recharged because I was spending the majority of the time while I was gone, either doing something for someone else, um, doing something for the rest of the family, or just kind of focusing on feeling guilty about being gone. Um, or I was focusing on having the kids with me because I thought that was self-care was by running errands with the easy child. Uh, I was just, I was not, I did not have a clear definition of what self-care should have been doing for me. I refused to assess that and I refused to sit down and figure out how I wanted to be feeling when I got back. So to me, the keys to effective self-care activities are, there are four parts to this, leaving the house, by yourself without the kids, feeling recharged when you return and not guilty while you're gone and when you return, and doing things that are for you, not the family. Now, if you're new here, when I personally am talking about self-care to you, I do not mean bubble baths, I do not mean trips alone to the grocery store, and I do not mean a glass of wine after your kids go to bed. These absolutely can be enjoyable for you, but alone, they are not self-care. Self-care should never make you feel guilty. We live in a society where women are told that they need to give up everything when they become a mom, and this is just simply not true. Uh, We are people first. Sure, there are definitely instances where we will put our needs and wants to the side to benefit our children, but in general, it is okay and encouraged for our needs to come first. We will get into the guilt aspect of self-care in another episode, but I just wanted to make that quick comment here first. Now, to address these four keys that I just talked about, you have to ask yourself some questions. Uh, Number one, what does feeling recharged look like for you? Now, while self-care activities can all be different, feeling recharged should all feel the same to everyone when you return. 
Um, you want to be able to sense that your patience is a little bit longer than before. You feel happy and ready to take on some of the toughest parts of motherhood and parenting. You're ready to engage in activities at home and face challenges, should they come up, because they will. Your mind and head are clear so that you have the patience to give your kids the attention that they need. Feeling recharged really is essential to parenting and being a mom effectively. You have a sense of renewed energy, mental clarity, and emotional well-being. Uh, number two, another question you need to ask yourself is, are the things that you're currently doing fulfilling this for you? Are they making you feel this way when you get back? Are you still on edge or are you ready to tackle on some of the hardest or simplest parts of motherhood and parenting? Now, I mentioned that leaving the house is necessary and without the kids um, and is an essential part of self-care. And we will talk a little bit about why. So number one, we don't want to be responsible for literally anyone while we're focusing on ourselves. Staying in the house makes it so much easier and more likely to step in and help our partners or support system. How many times have you tried to take a bath or have you tried to um, do something at home for yourself and you've heard your partner struggling with the kids or you've heard your kids struggling with your partner and you have felt like you needed to jump in and help them? Uh, for me personally, that's a lot. Um, I am a little bit of a control freak. I think a lot of us have a little control freak in us. And also, I just have a tendency to want to help people when I hear them struggling. So being in the house and hearing the kids struggle and hearing my husband struggle, it is so much easier and way more likely that I'm going to jump in and try to help him. Um, a second reason why leaving the house and leaving the kids at home are an essential part is kids are annoying, point blank. Um, if you're the primary parent, they're not going to leave you alone. They're likely going to come to you even when your partner or support system is begging them not to. Uh, how many times have you tried to take a bath by yourself in the middle of the day and the kids are banging on the door even though your partner is completely able to help them? Um, how many times have you had help come over to the house so that you can clean or get work done or whatever even though that's not self-care, but you know what I mean? The kids just will not leave you alone. I personally cannot work with my kids in the house because they're constantly banging down the door of my office. It has nothing to do with my husband and what he is or isn't doing. Um, he just has to leave the house with the kids if I have work that I need to get done while I'm in the house because, again, kids are annoying. Also, they're just really loud. It's not possible for you to relax and focus on yourself when your kids are screaming. The number three reason why we wanna leave our kids at the house uh, is we don't wanna see our to-do list in our face. And sometimes you can physically see the list or physically see what needs to be done when we stay at home. The, and this is whether the kids are home or whether the kids have left the house. Yes, this means you can take care of your needs before your to-do list is cleared. If we waited, we would literally never get anything done. To-do lists are never truly finished and they're never ending. Um, so we need to toss self-care in there without having a clear list because your list is never clear. You really want to be able to focus on what you're doing for yourself and not taking care of the kids. Another way to make sure that your self-care is good quality is by making sure you're not counting family errands as self-care. By no means, again, am I saying that these things can't be enjoyable. I'm just saying that there has to be something for yourself on top of these. 
Again, you really want to be wholly focused on yourself during this time for you. If you're out grocery shopping or clothes shopping for the kids, that's where your brain is going to live. I'm a true believer that multitasking is not possible. Effective multitasking is not possible. You can't be doing one thing that requires full or partial brain power while also fully focusing on another. It isn't fair to either of those two tasks. As mothers, as parents, we are taking care of everyone else's needs during our day, whether we're with the kids or not. So it's important to take time away from that part of us and become a person from time to time. We can't do this by running family errands or having to chase the kids around while trying to take care of ourselves. I genuinely hope that this has been helpful for you and you can now define or redefine self-care for you. As always, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you have episode requests, please DM them to me on Instagram, either at mostly under control or at honestly underscore it's underscore motherhood. Keep doing your best, prioritizing yourself, and kicking motherhood's ass. We will talk soon.